always wanted to be able to understand the Japanese language well enough to go onto Japanese message boards and see the polite ways those Japanese people tell each other to go fuck themselves. <laughs> 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 no, because they want to sell you their Pokemon Go Walker thing. That's yeah. true. Which they should totally just let you use the pedometer from uh, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, those fucking Poke Walkers. Oh, yeah. Those things were great. <laughs> and why is this fucking. Start the podcast! It's, it's recording now. <laughs> <laughs> we're already recording. <laughs> it's time for the Minus Truck Podcast! Minus Truck Podcast. We are here. Special guest Gus is back up. Hey, how's it going? It's been over a year, over a year since you've been on. Yeah. yeah. It's been one week since we saw Gus. Gonna do a live stream and we're fucking crazy. Have you ever seen those guys live in concert? They're amazing. I have not. If you've seen you didn't see Bare Naked Ladies. They're, they're touring with, I think, Death Cab for Cutie right now, so... Sure. <laughs> so, no well, of course they are. No, no like, but, it's uh, like, as soon as you tell me that, you're like, guess who the fucking Bare Naked Ladies are touring with? <laughs> Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, it makes... That checks. That makes... Yeah. That, that, that checks out. That checks it's like when you tell me, like, oh, you know, did you hear that... Well, I saw, uh, I saw him live there with Ben Folds 5 and Guster, and that was actually a really damn good concert. Ben Folds 5 is rad, so... Yes. So you tell me, like, did you hear that Sarah McLaughlin's touring with Alanis Morissette? Yes, of course she is. <laughs> of course she is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that that's not ironic that at all. Venn diagram, one big fucking circle. <laughs> that's not ironic at all. That one. Alanis Morissette fans, Sarah McLaughlin fans, just one big one yep. circle. There's no overlap there. No. Well, there's a small overlap of Dave Coulier fans. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a little bit on the edge. Like Dave Coulier is a little oh, bit right man. there. But uh, we're sorry about the mic uh, situation. If it's blowing out at any point, uh, we apologize. But the game's already uh, down. The game, everything's just like absolutely fudged with my uh, program right now so we have to use the Yeti microphone and it's super loud and that's all that we can do about it but you know whatever it should be dynamically processed but if we blow out the mics when we're laughing that's how this podcast goes so anyway welcome to the video struck podcast this week uh we're if you're a fan of Dave Coulier, welcome to the show. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> no one's a fan of Dave Coulier. <laughs> what about me? I mean, you could be. Remember, uh, remember, remember America's Funniest People? I, I, That's the spice can be. You'll never catch me. I hate that. <laughs> Even when That's I was a, a weird impression for you to be able. To, hey, I, I hate to derail he, the podcast. He did the jack. He did the, the jackalope, jackalope pretty well. That's there. an oddly specific impression. <laughs> it's <laughs> not too far off from meatwad. It's very meatwad. That's the thing. That's very meatwad. As a man that I've never actually heard do very many impressions before, for you to just pull that one out is fucking. My brains are on the ceiling right now, dude. Dave. Dave Coulier Jackalope. Uh, and I thought I was the Dave Coulier mark in here. <laughs> no, sir. Oh, man. What uh, are we doing? He's got work again. <laughs> Wait, is it just Fuller House or does he have more work? Uh, it's just Fuller House since and it's like part-time work. So, uh, but whatever. Anyway, uh, this week we're going to talk about some news. Uh, some news. The NX specs leaked. Uh, this past week, or supposedly, was it was that one hundred percent real? Ah, uh, well, maybe. maybe. Uh, what, what was important about it is that uh, it's from a reputable source, uh, Eurogamer. Uh, are we going to just go ahead and just yeah. do it? Just do um, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like Eurogamer came out and said that uh, that they had uh, corroborated these 
facts with several unnamed sources. Right. Um, and Eurogamer, contrary to a lot of the European press being a little fucking shady, mm-hmm. uh, Eurogamer is kind of one of the the most reputable around, and they're rarely ever wrong. Right. Um, and they also, I mean, these are the guys that do Digital Foundry, all those like you know uh, frame rate comparisons and uh, you know resolution comparison videos. I mean, these guys are they're not necessarily in the business to go out there. Let's go make some waves by making bullshit up. You know, that's <laughs> that's not really how they get down. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, NeoGaf, like you can be anybody, right? Uh, and right. you know, one of the the thing, the cornerstones of quality journalism is that you don't just take what somebody says and run with it. You go out and ask a lot of people, is this true? Right. And, you know, if you hear the same people say the same things to you enough time, that's true. Right. And and they tend to, to do a really good job of, mm. of fact-checking before they run anything. Sure. Um, but the, the one of the most important things about this leak and the information that came out as part of it is... In my eyes, anyway, how much of this is exactly what we've heard for about a year and a half? Right. Which is also another thing that makes me inclined to say this is probably very true. Right. Um... So I guess I can I can give a I wrote a little bit about this on the site uh, and linked to the original Eurogamer article, but I can kind of give you a, a quick rundown and we can kind of get into detail where you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, here's the idea: is that this is a portable system that you can take with you wherever you go. Right. Uh, nice big screen in it. Uh, it's got two thumbsticks. Your traditional. Uh, it's got triggers under it. Uh, you know, it, very similar. In size, design, and scope, as the Wii U gamepad is currently. Sure. Um, which is, which is funny that it took them this many years to get to what people thought the Wii U was in the first place. <laughs> right. Um, but you know that, that's what fucked up marketing does for you. <laughs> that's what screw um, marketing will do. But yeah, so they, um, uh, you know, th- th- basically the the specs are that uh, this is a portable system. It's got a 1080p screen in it right. uh, that you can take with you wherever you go, and it has a little dock station that it sits in that it will throw the image onto your TV. Um, and uh, the, the one of the most interesting things that I heard was that the things that have been coming out repeatedly are that the system has X hardware in it, but that the dock has Y hardware in it, so it right. can be more powerful for the games to look better when you're at home. Right. The Eurogamer leak says that that's not true, that that thing just has hardware in it, and all the dock does is throw an HDMI signal for, uh, to a device. Okay. That's it. That's all. Uh, the, the dock is simply just a pass-through. Right. Um, the other interesting thing is that, like, whether you're at home or on the go or whatever, the left and, uh, and right side control panels, where the thumbsticks and the buttons are, those bust off that thing. Yeah. Uh, and can Bluetooth or... They said connect, which immediately makes you think there's wires, but I think they just mean that they will have a wireless, wireless technology. Yeah. They're not, we're not going back to wired controllers, you guys. Yeah, no. Um, and that it will be uh, in some way transformable for you to be able to throw like uh, a module on it, so you can have two, uh, you know, left and right sticks. So right. we've got a more traditional mm-hmm. uh, control mechanism for that thing. Or who knows? Maybe a fucking nunchuck will plug in that thing. And we'll, <laughs> they'll find a reason for us to keep using those pieces of shit. Because um, a- the fucking the Nest Mini, the yeah. Tr- oh, yeah, the yeah. controller ports in the front of that are nunchuck ports. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were just 
Right. No, they're nunchuck ports. Oh, yeah. I thought they were like you little, little like mini USBs. USBs. No, yeah, and USBs. the cool thing is, like, those little Nest Mini controllers, uh-huh. if you've got, uh, if you want to use their their actual Nest controller to play uh, virtual console games on your Wii or Wii U, mm-hmm. that just plugs into a Wii and recognizes it as a class controller. So whenever you're playing Nest stuff, you can have a Nest controller. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so there, there's some way for you to be able to augment that. Right. Uh, to yeah. have a, a, a more traditional control mechanism but the cool thing is that conceivably Pokemon Go could be on this thing sure uh and stay with me. Right, GPS yeah. doesn't require internet or data or any of this, uh, you know, fun stuff. Exactly. So what you've got is exactly. this: uh, you can bust both control sides off this thing, and you've just got a tablet that you take with. Right. You. Yeah. And it's um, literally and a Pokemon tablet that you go and catch Pokemon with. Exactly. So yeah. it it can be, uh, you know. Uh, it has the potential to be an interesting device. One of the things that people immediately got like really upset about uh, were that the uh, the rumored uh, graphics processing unit for this is based on the NVIDIA X1 uh, hardware, which is uh, what high-end uh, tablets have yeah, in them. Right. Uh, all-in-one computers, a lot of those uh, tablet with Windows 10 on them kind of things. Sure. Like those Dell venues and things like that have this chipset in there. Right. Um, so a lot of people immediately looked at that and said, oh, this thing's going to run like dog shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and here's the thing. Third parties don't matter to Nintendo. They haven't for no. a very long time since the That's SNES... Nice. They haven't. No. No. I was going to say GameCube, but then again. Yeah. Well, there were a lot of third-party games for the GameCube, but they were all just shovelware ports, and all there was a ton of third-party games on the Wii. Like, Kotaku actually ran a story about third-party publishing on Nintendo platforms since the SNES. Well, actually, since the NES. Right. And uh, it's... I mean... This generation... There's only been 120 third-party games as opposed to over yeah. 1,200 for the original Wii. Right. It's a good sign that Nintendo, while still being profitable, has just said, fine, don't make games for our platform. Fuck you. <laughs> right. You know, like, there were, well, there were only 120 I mean, Wii U games from third parties. Right. They, and they made 50. Yeah, they've always been sort of antagonistic. Well, not more... They've always been sort of, like, pushbacky towards third parties anyway. Yeah. Like, even during the Nintendo era, where they had plenty of third-party uh, production on it, they were very strict about the rules for you publishing on their platform. Uh, Atari got into a big legal battle with them over that, over the Tengen tar- cartridges. Right, just yeah, how, Like, that. that was a whole thing, because, uh, like, they were they were basically... The black... The black... The, the black... The shaped yeah. cartridges look like wedges. Exactly. The illegally yeah. uh, distributed uh, yeah. ten- Tengen cartridges that... that Vindicator broke, and all that. Yeah, that yeah. broke the... Uh, we had a Tengen, uh, it wasn't a Tengen Tetris because that thing is worth a lot. Uh, it was something. Oh, yeah. We had a Tengen Probably something. A Tengen like, Gauntlet yeah. or RBI Baseball. Gauntlet. It was something like that. I've it got was, Gauntlet and I have Vindicator yeah. at home. Right, yeah, yes. yeah. It, it, I think it was a tank game, the thing that yeah, we had. Vindicator. Yeah, yeah Vindicator. That's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. We, we, we had a Tengen Vindicator. And, you know, those were illegal because, like, Atari was, like, tired of, like, uh, going through this whole thing, like, oh, there was a chip shortage, and then they were like, well, you're putting us out of business with this whole chip shortage thing you're talking about. Yeah. What if we went and bought chips and and see if you could approve them? They went through, they tried to approve them, Nintendo said, no, no. they're not good enough. They, yeah, they, they, like, they did not have the, the Nintendo seal approval. They did not, exactly. So then, so then they literally went and stole the Nintendo technology from the patent office, saying that they were uh, do, they were in a legal thing, uh, <laughs> the, 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 and, and actually took the, the 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 patent 
re- reconstituted the chip for it, and it was called the rabbit chip. They put it in the Tengen carts. And it's just there's this whole big thing. It's always been an antagonistic thing between third parties and Nintendo doing stuff for their, uh, yeah. you know, for their platforms. So I guess they're just like, you know what? We'll just make the, our stuff. The, the, the third-party support thing is really what has kept me away from Nintendo for so yeah. long because I just... I'm one of the one of the guys that's just Nintendo hasn't grabbed me since I, I, I was going to say the SNES, but really the, sure. the GameCube. I mean, I didn't buy a GameCube till the end of the lifespan. Sure, I have <laughs> five games for it, and two of them are in shrink wrap still. As, as malleable as that uh, and, uh, lifespan was and, um, to begin with, <laughs> right? But uh, it's since Nintendo doesn't really cater to me anymore. I mean, I guess right. I mean, some, some, someone tried to chew me on Twitch when I when I said Nintendo's kind of a niche market. He says it's not a niche market. I'm like, well, it doesn't cater to a whole lot of people. To a, specific group of people yeah. that are first party Nintendo folks that love first party Nintendo games. Right. It's Zelda, it's Mario, right. it's Pokemon, the, and there's a couple of other stuff here. There's Bayonetta is on it. Okay, Bayonetta's pretty pretty, pretty true. bad. But, true. But, uh, that next one won't be. <laughs> um, but uh, unless you unless you enjoy those first party mm-hmm. title series, yeah. I don't anymore. The, the only time I never get into Zelda. The only time that they expanded out. Me. The only time they expanded outside their fandom was with the Wii. Was with the Wii, and that grabbed a bunch of casual gamers with the whole motion control thing, and right. they made a butt ton of money off of that. Um, right. And, and was, then, for me, it was fun for two weeks. Right. Yeah. It was like, and then the novelty wore off. And right. Uh, but they're they're. they're I don't know. We'll, we'll see what this thing does. for I was them. really I good at Wii bowling. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll see what this thing does for them. I think be, what. You know, what most people need to realize yeah. is that, yeah, in the lifespan of four years, yeah. uh, almost five since the, uh, actually, no, almost four years yeah. since the Wii U has come out, they put out almost 60 games. Right. And in that span of time, they've probably put out that many, if not more, 3DS games. Yeah. So, since this will be the one platform for everything... <laughs> If you could have a system that you buy once every five years that's going to have 120 unique individual Nintendo games on it, yeah, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you want that? Right. Like, yeah. here's the thing is that, like, some of the best Nintendo games are always on their portable platforms, and the biggest complaint that I ever have is that, like, man, if I could play this on the TV, it'd be pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, like, it's... Yeah. In our last Pokemon episode, uh, you know, we talked about... You know the the weird struggle that everybody's always wanted a Pokemon game for their home, and they've never gotten a real one. Like Gale of Darkness for the GameCube is probably as close as they ever gotten. It's still not a real one, right? Um, you know, it's it's always been a uh, handheld only platform sort of thing. Yeah. So if you've got this one device, fuck power. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I would I would argue and. Feel free to disagree with me that since the GameCube, like the N64, that hardware was not powerful enough to do what they wanted to do. Right. No, but since the GameCube, for the times, for the resolutions they've been aiming at, for the for the execution that they've had, their hardware has been powerful enough the whole time to do whatever they want to do. It never feels like a Nintendo game is chained to the platform that it's on. It is an example Mm -hmm. of the platform it's on. It's representative of the power of that entire platform. Yeah, the Wii U. Exactly. 1080p, 60 frames. They've done it on the Wii U. All their titles run great on that existing platform. Even if this thing ends up being just as powerful as the Wii U, (laughs) I would argue that's enough. Fine. It doesn't matter, because they've already said that Breath of the Wild is going to appear on on the NX. On the NX. So... 
It's gonna at least look as good as their four-year-old hardware, right? Right. Yeah. And and that's the thing that that matters to me is that I know that next generation, even if they want three or four hundred bucks for this thing, I don't have to buy two pieces of Nintendo hardware anymore. Right. It's the thing that always gets me is that like I just I get stretched between so many platforms. Right. Especially now that I've been playing a lot of PC games and everything, Mm. I'm pulled between a whole lot of different sets here, and having two Nintendo systems in the mix is always really tricky for me. Sure. Mm -hmm. Just because you're just your handheld and you have your console and you just and the fact that they never unified any of their networks and if I bought fucking uh you know a game on the digital network here I don't have it over here and why why (laughs) because the Japanese don't understand the internet (laughs) only I'm convinced that only in about the last five years have the Japanese started to use the internet in the way that we do yeah and have for a long time which is weird and because they were the first ones to do it with like the satellites and all that all that type of gaming but it was always for a very personal reason it was for a very personal reason but it's just interesting that that was like their first like outcome in it before we were ever doing anything like that and they had you know Sega Satellite and stuff like that over there Satellaview Satellaview stuff like that and then again yeah it was very much a a, a one person like there was a little bit of connectivity you go into that little town where like it was basically meet what the Miiverse was but just back then and you'd go into a little town and then you'd go in and you know, play whatever Mega Man game that was on the was on the and that was uh, kind of why they made the sixty four DD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. That yeah, you had like uh, Legend of Zelda Master Quest, and mm-hmm. there was some other stuff that came out for it. But for the most part, that was basically going to be their idea of yeah, we're gonna build a world. For, <laughs> it was Mitomo, but for the N sixty four, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, it was Pokemango before there were any mangoes. Pokemango and. The Pope Mongo? Mangoes. It's just that they kind of figured out that just Japan didn't want to use it that way at that point. Um, it, one thing I've always wondered is, like, I can read a little bit of Katakana. Yeah. Um, but I can't do, like, Hiragana or sure, any yeah. of the other shit. Right. Uh, that just that reaches a level that I can't get to. Like, sure. Katakana can get me through, like, most menus of video games. <laughs> um, but the... Uh, I've always wanted to be able to understand the Japanese language well enough to go onto Japanese message boards and see the polite ways those Japanese people tell each other to go fuck themselves. Because <laughs> I'm convinced that it still has to be like our internet. It is. It very much is. Uh, but it's probably still kind of polite. It, it It's probably more... Po- well, because they don't really... They don't have as much uh, flavor to their... Uh, like extremity, like they don't have the, as much flavor to their you know pejoratives as we do. Yeah, they we're, don't have shades of gray. It's live or die. Exactly. And, and <laughs> greater terror. Whereas we don't have as much you know flavor to the pejoratives as British and European European people do. They have amazing pejoratives. Like they have it down to a science. Those guys. Uh, we we only wish we were as good as them. Um, but uh, yeah, they they, they but that, they definitely are like because I've seen it in vestiges of like you know watching anime. The internet is kind of this kind of like you know there are these dark places of the internet of scummy rumors and and a-hole things and bad comment threads and you just can't pay attention to it. So, you know, that's... uh, (laughs) I I played Catherine. I know how that works. Yeah, you know. Catherine. Yeah, basically. I like Catherine. Whoa, are you talking shit about Catherine? Every time I go to a convention, someone's, like, got three TVs set up all playing Catherine. (laughs) It's great! I'm like... (laughs) It's a good game. 
Like, it's like shoving the warehouse game except get, about fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we get a third Catherine? With a Catherine with a Q? I don't know. Catherine with a K? Catherine? Catherine? Catherine with a K? Catherine with a K? That seems too much like Quaxerin, and then that makes me think that Daffy Duck is going to show up in the next one as a sexy duck. As a sexy duck. Get the furries in, you know. Get the furry crew out in there. Nope, we're not. Get the furry, you know. Be inclusive, guys. Come on. Nope. Let's not be... I'm inclusive to absolutely... Every person, except for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> and LARPers, let's be honest. Because, you know, think about hey. it. Like, how are you going to fucking get one of those suits dry clean? There's got to be just cum matted in that entire uh, suit. Yeah, I don't think they clean it. I think that's part uh, of it. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, go on. Let's move it on. Moving no, on. Well, let's, let's I, I just kind of want to wrap up this sure. Nintendo yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, the NX, like, you know, go check out my article on the site where I talk a little bit about the relative power of Nintendo systems and the importance of that. I think the most important thing for you to think of with the the NX and its potential is that this could be the definitive companion system. Like, right. I've got a lot of friends that have a PC or an Xbox One or a PS4, and they're like, should I get X? Should I get Y? Should I, you know... The eternal I, question. I want to add another thing into this. Yes, get Pokemon XY. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon <laughs> XY. Go get the Sun and Moon coming out soon. Coming out soon. Get those. Build, yeah, build up your shinies. <laughs> no, but uh, the... Smooth. The people that uh, <laughs> that are looking for that that second, you know, platform for them to experience games on. Sure, this sure. could easily be it. Yeah, because in with the way that Nintendo makes games, with the with the way that they design things for the relative power of their platform mm -hmm. and the look and the design and the style of their existing franchises, this could be a platform that potentially lasts for a very long time because they don't have to suit third parties. Right. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, it's just, hey, we're Nintendo, we're going to keep making the Nintendo thing, go buy the Nintendo thing, maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> if they're smart... They will just call this thing the fucking Nintendo. <laughs> right. It's called the Nintendo Entertainment System. Just so no, NES. because they have the Nest Mini. Market. <laughs> That's Wii U marketing. Goddamn it! Just call it. Call it the new Nintendo. Yeah. So right. nobody's curious about what it is. Right. It's the new Nintendo. <laughs> Something grandmas can grasp. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What does my grandchild want? want? He wants the new Nintendo. <laughs> that's it! Oh. That's, that's actually brilliant marketing. Problems it is. <laughs> I work in marketing now. I'm getting pretty fucking good at this. <laughs> if you go back to that Nintendo. shit that I was predicting in 2014, it's garbage. Fuck all that. <laughs> this, I'm way better. 2016, the year of marketing, motherfucker. Marketing. 2016. Uh, oh, also, the other news that we have is uh, really Related to uh, Nintendo po and Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemongo. Uh, so, I don't know why people want to poke Mongo all the time. He's a nice guy. Don't poke we're going to talk to Gus po in a minute Mongo? about his mangoes. <laughs> yeah. uh, but two little bits about Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. You saw that like Nintendo's stock had spiked up mm -hmm. like, to an incredible <laughs> degree for a period of time. Yes. They were lap. worth more right. than Sony for a period of time. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. And then Nintendo had to come out and tell people after they released their financials that, hey, we had already factored in the money that we're getting from Pokemon Go into our financials for this quarter. Right. And you guys know that we don't actually make, make that, that game, game, right? Right, yeah, yeah. We only own 32% of Pokemon. Yeah. And we don't own any stake in Niantic. Yeah. 
and we didn't make Pokemon Go, <laughs> Go. service it or support it. <laughs> and everyone at the same time went, huh? Huh. Fucking really? <laughs> <laughs> and this, granted, it didn't like lose everything or anything, but it tanked about 20% right. overnight. Right. And the fact that that nobody, the stock market's bullshit. Right. And that nobody was, did a quick Google search. To figure out that they didn't actually... <laughs> oh, or so Pokemon. much is even opened the app. Yeah. Because what? it's because nowhere it's, anywhere no, when you put it, it up. And it says Niantic right there on the fucking Niantic front. Niantic and the Pokemon Company. And that's it. <laughs> Who saw Pokemon Company and they automatically yeah. thought, oh, that's for Nintendo. Well, that's yeah. what Nintendo is. They're the Pokemon right. Company. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah, they're the Pokemon Company. That's Who are the guys that make Nintendo? The Pokemon Company. <laughs> the Pokemon Company. Uh, so, yeah, so the, the yeah. stock price. Uh, had we'll call it an interesting couple of days. Yeah, um, and it's, I appreciate their honesty. Well, kind of like, yeah, because they were getting all this flack from investors, and they were like, "What the fuck are you people talking about? We don't own that, right?" <laughs> Huh? No, but Niantic, they're owned by Google. That's why it makes you use a fucking Gmail address to log in. Exactly, yeah. That's why it had all those security concerns. Yeah, a lot of security concerns, yeah. Well, yeah, Niantic was part of Google when they made um, Ingress. Yeah. Which was their Mm -hmm. first game, which is a... That's right, Ingress, way better game. Yeah. (laughs) Never did Uh, play. I got friends of mine that have played it for years, and I never never did play it. Is that the one that this is skinned on top of? Yes. Uh, It has, like, little artifacts left over of it, too. Yeah, Yeah, all the... Confused the... Locations are the exact yeah. Same. All the all locations, the spawn points, and stuff like that are very much ripped from Ingress. Confused the crap out of me because there's little artifacts left, like the little leaf uh, things, like in the distance. Yeah, the I assumed that meant like, leaves. oh, there must be a Pokemon over there because there's a thing. And the little like the little map screen will blink every now and then means nothing. It's just little artifacts that were left in that they were just like, eh, we don't need to clean that up. Just <laughs> that's an effect. And it's just uh, so that looks cool. What I do appreciate about the game was that they just released it and then didn't tell anybody what the fuck any of it. Like, like how it worked. Right. I do appreciate it's exactly very, what they did. It's very Dark Souls. It's just like, hey, there's Pokemon Go. Go fucking find Pokemon, <laughs> asshole. Like, I'm, uh, like I, I wasn't know. paying Dark attention. And Dark Souls Go. Souls Souls Go. Go. <laughs> I'd love, love to see that game. That'd be great. I wasn't paying very much attention when I first booted Nick. up Pokemon Go. Yeah. And so I wasn't I was just like, whatever, fuck it's a fucking mobile game. You just flick and you do things. Yeah. And then I couldn't figure out how to look for Pokemon again. Yeah, right. I yeah. couldn't figure out how to get back into the AR <laughs> thing and I was like, what the fuck? Why what, won't what, it do anything? I couldn't figure out how to turn the damn thing off. No, really? <laughs> turn off the AR. I'm like, how do you shut this damn thing off? So I won't flip the AR mode. I'm like, what the fuck's the AR mode? Where is it? And then uh, I realized I had to get into a battle and it's a little tick mark in the top right corner. I'm like, yeah. okay. Right. That's done. So, <laughs> some of the most like ridiculous things ha- are like granted, Louisville's going to have a lot more poke stops than most places mm-hmm. are because it's, it's, it's a big cons- city. depending on where you're listening to this. Louisville might sound like a fairly small city. It's a good size city. It's a good size city. Largest um, one in the state of Kentucky. Yeah, largest one in the state. We cheated to get that. We did cheat um, to get that. <laughs> we actually count part of fucking Indiana in the city of Louisville, and that <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, and they call it like Kentuckyana. Yeah. Fuck you. How about that? that? Word. Oh, yeah. I, I, that word. I grew up with Kentuckyana. It's just a thing. No, fuck that. Yeah. Portmanteaus, man. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's like people who call fucking Jack Daniels bourbon. Fuck you. That's whiskey. If, uh, <laughs> if, uh, if, a, if a pig mixes two words together, is that a pork manteau? Stop. Sorry. Stop, Sorry. Me Stop it. Um, no. The most interesting Pokestop. That's it. We're done. Put it down. The most interesting uh, Pokestop that I've found so far 
is actually, you know that garage that's by my house that has the dark side of the moon Pink Floyd thing? Yes. That's a Pokestop. That's a Pokestop. <laughs> nice. It's yeah. on the little thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, a lot of the Pokestops are like artworks, mural galleries, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, if, you go, if, you, if you're ever in Chicago O'Hare, yeah. there's a little hallway that connects Terminals 2 and uh, two, 1 and 2 or something like that, 2 sure. and 3 or whatever. It's, it's B and F or whatever in United. Sure. There's a lot of artwork along there. There's like five Pokestops <laughs> all in a row. All of them, right? Boom, leading boom, boom. From, from the yeah. Butch O'Hare every memorial all the way to the Starbucks. Right, yeah. So and it's, it's within about a two, like a 60 <laughs> second walk. There's like, <laughs> bop, 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 so bop. whoever picked their location is just a real mark for right. urban art. <laughs> yeah, basically. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, 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 there's a lot of monuments, a lot of uh, gravestones, interestingly enough. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, cemeteries. HP <laughs> Lovecraft, uh, Todd was at yes. his grave the other day, and that mm-hmm. is totally a fucking Pokestop. That is a Pokestop, yeah. HP <laughs> um, Lovecraft's grave. Fan of the show, Todd Keesling. Todd Keesling. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it again, it's a fun little thing. Um, you know, uh, I, I enjoyed it for a little while. I stopped when like uh, the whole combat thing started to come in. I got into, I got into uh, level five. I picked Team Valor, and it's like, oh, go into a gym and fight somebody. And like the the battle system was tap your phone, and that yeah. was just like tap, Pokemon- swipe right to dodge. And even that's not even very not, no. Not good. It, and it's it's like Pokemon has this really kind of rich combat system of like it's very simplistic, but it's like really rich and. Kind of, you know, mixing in. Like I've always called it my first RPG. Exactly. It's not. It's not like oh, I I built. It's not like I build up my power and I become and I can now wipe the floor with whoever. If you go up against the wrong type, he's just going to smoke you, no matter how big your freaking level is. Right. Um, and water uh, Pokemon destroy everything. By the way. Yeah, basically. Uh, and it just like it's just the the it's very bland kind of combat. Yes. I'm raising my hand. Yes, yes. you are. I have a question for the both of you. Sure. Does Pokemon Go's success dramatically increase the sales for Sun and Moon? I would. I you know I don't know. I would think it could. I don't know dramatically. I think it. I think you will see a spike in that. Do you think in, between briefly, the, di- between Sapphire and Ruby and this? Right. Do you think you see a two X increase or just a percentage increase? I think a percentage. I, pre- I think a percentage increase. I think it's more in people's minds now than it ever has been before. Yeah. Uh, and I think people will. And if yeah, when when it, when is when's S and M supposed to come I'm out? Not sure when by the way. I'm not sure when Smoon is it's coming. It's always out. in season for S and M. Yeah, left it open for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not sure when Smoon is coming out. Um, just. September? I think September is when it's coming. No, out. December. December? Okay. I think oh, is it, no, is because September release? is Yokai. That's right, Yokai is December. I think I think Sun and Moon is like December. Yeah, okay. It might be. That um, said, I th- since I didn't realize it was that far out, if it's holiday season, um, I it is think, this holiday. Okay, so yeah. I I think that since Pokemon Go is out now, there's a lot of people into it. There's a lot of people that are currently mad about this app because it's buggy. November eighteenth, twenty sixteen. Okay, so it's so it's, yeah. so it's right before it's before the Black Friday rush. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I there are some people that are leaving the scene that have got their fill of it. It's like oh, okay, this was kind of fun. Now mm-hmm. I just can't really do anything with it because the people who are playing this a lot are really op. Well, yeah, <laughs> and are just whatever fuck right. this. I'm leaving. Yeah. And uh, so it might boost a, a little bit. Yeah. Is it going to be the Destiny thing where, like, people came for the Pokemon when they release more Pokemon Go, uh, you know, 
you know, Another creatures. Yeah. Maybe maybe they hop back in. Maybe it's like Destiny, where it's like, yeah, whenever they release more shit for this, I'll come back. And if they release an actual game, yeah, fuck it, I'll go buy a two DS for eighty bucks. The, the reason I think this, the reason I think this will increase is because of a social thing that I've been noticing. I have been noticing a lot of people with their kids who have never really had a Pokemon experience that grew. People that grew up with Pokemon out there with their kids, look I've, around this neighborhood. I've run into at least seventeen people with their children walking yeah. around, and there's like Pokemon Go, like yeah, and we're just yeah. walking around, and, and they're with their kids. They've never had a Pokemon experience before. I've even had conversations. They've never played a Pokemon game before. This guy knows about Pokemon, so I think because it's now again in the zeitgeist, uh-huh. so close to the release of this game, I think that will have an impact. This, this game case. has also brought back a lot of folks that haven't really played since exactly. the first two exactly. games than Red and Blue like myself yeah exactly. after Red and Blue when they started mm-hmm. releasing like the second and third generation Pokemon it got to like mm-hmm. 400 and 700 Pokemon I'm like fuck this <laughs> right. and then when Pokemon Go came out I'm like alright I'll give it a shot and right. then I, I side loaded it from an APK and I've looked and I went sure. this is all the first gen <laughs> I know all these things I know them <laughs> wait you have an S3 don't you I is that why S3. you had to side load that's why I had to side load it because your hardware is not technically powerful enough to deal with it but it will run <laughs> but it will Run, it, yeah. uh, the only thing Niantic says that you're required to have is Android 4.4 or later. Yeah. And, and that is it. all it says. Nothing about RAM, RAM or something. Or uh, oh, I found some place that says, well, you need to have like 2 gigs. Well, mine was a kind of a special version of, of my carrier that had a 1.5 gigabytes of memory. Sure. Maybe that's and the reason. Still but I sideloaded it from an APK and it still works just as well as it does now. It chars sure. my phone. Sure. This thing, I mean, it it's is, been sitting here with it on. I just yeah, put right. on the it's new just, one. <laughs> and it is, I can fry an egg on it. Yeah, it's burning, right? Yeah, I heard um, it chews up bad battery and yes. that makes the phones very hot. I it played does. this down in South Texas. I was on an overnight in Harlingen, down yeah. near Brownsville. And I went out to play uh, from 100% battery charge. The thing was went from from 100% to dead. Yeah. In 1 hour. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's brutal. Like it, it is brutal. Like mine's mine's an S4, uh, you know, it's got a good it's got a good run on it. It's got a really good battery and it it just like it's done like within yeah. now, the, within the, an hour and a half of walking around. Now like, with the update that came out yesterday and you know. yesterday means this past Saturday, from whenever you're listening to this, yeah, um, is a, a, a one of the updates in the note in the dev notes was uh, memory issues or something sure, like that. So yeah. maybe there'd be less crashes. I don't know. I just booted up, and by the way, it says now. When you first load it up, it says, "Do not play Pokemon Go while driving." It <laughs> is a new thing. A new thing for yeah. when you load this thing up. I mean, uh, I have uh, a 6S Plus, and this it I played it for like nine hours one day. And it didn't. <laughs> I still have. Yeah, like I live in a rural. Mm-hmm. I live in a rural area. I have to get in my car to go get go to a poke stop. I right. Actually, sit, there's a little barbecue place at the truck sure. stop down three miles away. Sure. And yeah. I'll just sit there and and, <laughs> and that truck stop like spawns Pokemon. Yeah, like yeah. A, no, like a there you go. whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I had my I had my fun with it. I thought it was a it was a fun little game. Took more people spin the thing. More people are talking about Pokemon, like you said. People who hadn't played Pokemon in forever are getting back into it. Those parents I talked to, they hadn't played Pokemon since they were kids, and then all of a sudden they're talking about it. So I think it will actually have a spike. I think it will but actually. But I, I I think instead I I think instead of like one of a few things could happen with Sun and Moon, uh, either it's going to help the sales dramatically. Mm-hmm. With, with, a, with a spike because the people are playing Go, mm-hmm. or nothing will happen, yeah. or it could even hurt it some because folks hmm. want to go out and play. Maybe 
and uh, an AR game, that's or possible. just don't want to deal with new generations of Pokemon or something like that. Guys like us, right? That's probably like, the that's probably the that's probably the least <laughs> likely thing to happen. I yes, think personally, but it's still uh, one of the three. Options. Yeah, exactly. I, I think either no impact or positive. It will definitely. Be. I, I I think I think what you're likely to see in a lot of scenarios is that like you know guys our age, you know, there's a lot of people talking dirt and things like mm-hmm. that when it comes to this game and oh it's too shallow and you know I even said some fairly harsh things last time we we podcast about this but here here's here's the fact is that a husband a wife and 2.5 kids yeah mm-hmm. are probably going to go out and buy right. copies for themselves when when that comes out you know it's like oh mm-hmm. remember last summer you know, when we played the Pokemon Go, now it's winter time. We can't go outside very much, but this new game's out. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, it's... And how easy is it for them to make a 2DS bundle that's 80 bucks yeah. that comes with Sun or Moon on it, yeah. and they're just fucking slinging hardware all Christmas. Right. You know, yeah. because they've got the $80 bundle now that comes with either Yokai Watch or Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you got a kid that's four or five years old, you don't want to buy them a $200 handheld. 80 bucks, and it comes with the game they want? Fuck yeah. Yeah. And I, I just think that this holiday season, they're going to move a lot. Between that Nest Mini <laughs> yeah. and... Ooh, that Nest Mini. And I'm sure they're probably going to cut the cost of the Wii U right. pretty significantly. Because right. that thing's been sitting at 300 bucks for a while now. Yeah. I think they'll cut the cost of that system. And with you know 2DS and 3DS units with a new Pokemon game out there, Nintendo could, without having very many games, turn out to have like a really good holiday? <laughs> Which... I don't know how they do it because Pokemon is a beast. Yeah, it's a beast in America. It's still a beast in Japan. Even I've, Yokai watch. I have one last tiny piece of Pokemon news before so we I, move on. Go ahead. Yeah, the uh, the Pokemon Go uh, like their little pedometer notifier thing. Yes. that looks like a weird teardrop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the it's the little thing. The, it's it's like the little GPS. The, oh, you know the old Pokemon teardrop. No, the, it's it's the it's the GPS thing on Google, like the little tag oh. that goes on the thing. Thing, but it's shit like oh, that. it's a little, the yeah, little, little tag, yeah, yeah it's a little, little teardrop tag. Oh, yeah, like this. I, I don't look at it and think pin, I look at it and think, like, <laughs> why is that Pokeball crying? Uh, that thing has been delayed, uh, it was yes. delayed a full four weeks, mm-hmm, so the, yeah. those aren't coming until September now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea behind that is that, like, if, with my phone, with everybody's phone, yeah. the way that you receive all these push notifications and the thing bugs the fuck out of you right. is it's just like one of those things like Map My Run, mm-hmm. where you don't close the app, you just lock your phone, right, mm-hmm. yeah. and it will send you push notifications. It'll send you push notifications. Yeah. So now, with the app just uh, just locked on your phone... And it's Bluetooth to this device. It will yeah. send you push notifications of oh, you know, like uh, kind of like the uh, the Pokemon Apple Watch does of yeah, like you know, yeah. like two times for there's a Pokemon here, three mm-hmm. times for you're right near a Pokestop, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, which what are they? Forty bucks? Thirty five. Thirty five. I think. Thirty nine ninety nine. It's too much. It's too much. I'm not gonna buy it. I'm not gonna, gonna buy it. But granted. They're they haven't charged you for the game yet. Yeah, exactly. So. True. Uh, people will buy those, though. And that's that. where Nintendo's actually going to make their money. Yeah. Is that Nintendo is making and manufacturing this thing. That thing, yeah. That's them. <laughs> I got one last thing to say about, about, about Pogo before we move on. Sure. Um, 
the uh, there was a little there were a couple few websites out there that people were mm-hmm. using because of the what they call the three step glitch that every Pokemon was showing as like three steps away from you. Mm-hmm. The, the distance thing was totally whacked and it yeah, was it was working. yeah, there was yeah. So mm-hmm. there were a few websites. One was called PokeVision. One was called Pokemon Go something. PokeVision was the big one. Right. It used the Google Maps and it used the Niantic API to send requests for spawn points. Right. And it put them all on Google Maps for you mm-hmm. um, on, on a website. Yeah, those those websites have since been taken down. They yeah. have shut down recently. I don't know if mm-hmm. happened yesterday or something like that. But right. they all got C and D's, mm-hmm. and uh, because I guess it uh, it violates Niantic's thing about oh, yeah. the game or something like that. Oh yeah, or yeah IP I'm, or something. I'm sure. So it does. now there are a lot of people are kind of upset because now they can't tell what's nearby or where right. to find things or where to go. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Wander around aimlessly to find Pokemon? Yes, that's what you've been doing <laughs> for the past. <laughs> that's, that's, I hate to break it to you. That's, but that's, that's the that's, video game. That's yeah. the game. <laughs> that's that's the game. That's, that's the game. The game. Well, it's it's not like people are out there gambling on Counter Strike Go matches. Oh wait, oh, that happened. Wait, too. that's a thing that happened. <laughs> did you see that shit? No, was it? Uh, there was all these websites like I. I won't lie. I did a little Steam, bit. Of, Steam got a lot of flack for this, by yeah, the way. Yeah, well, uh, they ended up. Uh, Valve ended up getting a lawsuit yeah. penned against them. Yeah. Uh, about gambling. Yeah. Um, ah. And people were uh, like, I did a little bit of this last year during the Invitational for Dota. Um, and apparently this was a much bigger scene. There were like 75 of these sites out there that allowed you. What they would do is you would gift an item that you had in your Steam collection or a game or a whatever uh-huh. as your bet. And you would move that to a bridge account that would verify that you owned this that would act as an intermediary for you to use that as gambling money <laughs> on a website. So if you won, you got, here's two other so games. So like or, skins. Yeah, here's skins for Counter-Strike. Here's that, actual video that, games. That, and you would gamble against them. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, like racing for, stri- for slips. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the way that this got really fucked up is that just like with a lot of Twitch things that always end up... <laughs> coming out pretty dirty with why is everybody in the same chair and you know why does everybody all wear these same headphones and why is this logo always predominantly you know seen on this person's stream it's because what people were doing is that these uh these companies that were running these gambling sites mm-hmm. were telling you all right you need to stream at four o'clock because you're going to win at four fifteen. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> basically gotcha. yep. rigged it was a it was a big problem. Uh, Valve yeah. took a big hit because they they, they were very slow. It's to not take, fake. It's predetermined. It's predetermined. Yeah. Uh, they, they were very whistling. If I remember right, they were Whoa! they were very slow to take these things down. They weren't like they, they weren't. You know, it was basically like like oh well, you know, we're still making. It, 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 it kind of had this perception of like oh, we're still making money on this, so we're gonna let this go ahead and slide. Yeah. It had been going on still for years, and 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 there's just like it was just like kind of like. They released a thing that was like, oh, yeah, we've known it's been going on. And then they're like, oh, you have, have you? It's like, then why didn't you stop it? And it's like, oh, because you've been making money. And that's where the whole thing. So yeah. they've they've taken a big public hit. buying games exactly. from Steam to mm-hmm. get Exactly. So they've taken a big hit because Valve's always been kind of seen as like the 
good guys for a like right. they're the non corporate a holes as it yeah. were. But na- na- now all of a sudden it's like hmm yeah. It's uh, why, it's one of the reasons why it's a big hit account theft had become such a big deal on Steam mm-hmm. and why two form authentication became not an option but a rule. Yeah, yeah. is yeah. that there was so much account theft happening because people could use that to gamble. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, and yeah. then you know like when they opened up the marketplace where you can sell stuff mm-hmm. like all those cards and things like that yep. granted it keeps it in the Steam ecosystem right. but there's also ways that are not quite as legal where you can sell things to get money out of there right yeah. Um, so yeah like it <clears throat> that was dirty so yeah so all those things they, uh, they, they, they cooperated with the, with Niantic and Google and those guys and they, they, they took it down and some people are yeah. upset about it understandably yeah. so because they were using it as a backup to their the three step glitch yeah but yeah. what'd you go, go play the video yeah. Yeah. Go, go play the game go, go play, play the game, game. but they, game. to be fair they I should I it twice to be, fair, neat, to be fair they should fix the glitch that tell that, that, that does the footsteps like because come on like it, the footsteps have been removed the they've version. been removed entirely yes oh the version. Yes. see that's alright well okay then I guess it, <laughs> so that's that's, that's Pokemango yeah there Poke we go that's uh, delicious that's uh, delicious that's the mango. news we have today uh, do you guys want to call it an episode for the news I think that'd be okay uh, if we just make this a news episode, where are we at? Uh, we're forty. We're forty six minutes. I think that's. A, we'll call it. We'll call it an next episode. episode. We're gonna we're gonna talk Red Dead Redemption. Uh, what we've been playing and Blizzard and some Blizzard games. That's right. Original. Not. We're not talking the big stuff. We're not talking the big PC world. We're talking old SNES Blizzard. Like before Diablo. Like before Diablos. The the Diablos. Before Diablo was Diablo. There was a game. That wasn't about the devil. That happened to be from the guys who made Diablo <laughs> in their parents' basement, in their mom's basement. That's a true story. <laughs> and we're gonna call this a podcast. And we're gonna call this a podcast, guys. Gus, thanks for being on. Thanks for uh, having me. I'll we, be back next time. You'll be back here next week. You're gonna drive back down next week. <laughs> next yeah, week, you're gonna I drive am. back down. So we're we're not, we're not recording this one after the other. It's just, a magic carpet. <laughs> shit, whatever. We don't do that. That's crazy. So next week. Time warp. Next Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Pay no attention. <laughs> we gotta go. We're, See ya, bye. We're going. We gotta go! Uh, you can check us out on VideoDestruct.com. We're not yet. Uh, you can check us out on VideoDestruct.com, oh. on the Facebook at, face, at VideoDestruct, and on Twitter at VideoDestruct. And on ExtraLife.com. Yes. Slash X, uh, team slash video destruct. Google video destruct, destruct. on extra life uh, yeah. uh, because we Search will be extra. we will be talking about that next week. We'll be talking about for the our, kids uh, our stream that we'll be doing for the children for the Cosair Children's Hospital uh, for Extra Life. That's happening. It's going to be a good time. Uh, it's happening a week early. Correct. Yes. Uh, we're doing it a week early. So what's the week? The Halloween weekend, October twenty ninth. October twenty ninth, Halloween weekend. We'll be streaming that live. Please check us out on Twitch. Uh, and uh, TV slash video destruct one word one word all one and here's I got two plugs this week sure I normally have one plug I'll go ahead and get that out of the way plug it follow me on Twitter (laughs) at Hoss underscore buddy I talk to wrestlers you do Second thing is real near and dear to my heart here. It's a love project that Brandon has been killing himself That's on right. That's true. here for a really long time. Uh, our new DVD is available mm-hmm. today. Yes, today. You it can is order out. your copy. It, by the time you're hearing this, there may still be signed copies available of our new DVD, Rip Rogers, Everything Old is New Again. Mm-hmm. It is a shoot documentary comedy weird thing that I <laughs> somehow 
convinced Rip Rogers that we were able to make, and then Brandon somehow made it happen. <laughs> but yes, like it, it's been a passion project for us. It's out now. We've got yeah. signed copies. There's probably still one or two available if you go pre-order now. Videodestruct.com front slash rip R-I-P. Yeah. Uh, it's a hell of a a hell of a documentary. It's pretty great um, and it, pretty funny, and it's, it's not got, safe for work and not it safe. Says fuck a lot. It's not safe for work. He says fuck a lot. He says shit a lot. He says a lot of bad things. It's fine. Um, it, it's got some great funny stories. It's got some serious moments. It's got a lot of good times. It's even got some uh, special guest appearances out of nowhere via via cell phone. So uh, yeah, definitely come check that out. It's uh, it's a good romp. It's it. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. We'll see. You next week, uh, but that's it for this episode of Indestruct Podcast. We gotta go. We're out of time. See you on Thunder. <laughs>